Pharmacology, Section 5, 8 of 11, Pulmonary Effects, PACO2, and Respiratory Mechanics. The central chemoreceptor in the medulla maintains tight control of PACO2. Every 1 mmHg increase in PACO2 above baseline will increase minute ventilation by 3 liters per minute. Volatile anesthetics cause a dose-dependent depression of the central chemoreceptor and the respiratory muscles. This contributes to hypercarbia. Mechanisms include altering the respiratory pattern, impairing the response to carbon dioxide, impairing motor neuron output and muscle tone to upper airway and thoracic muscles. Altering the respiratory pattern, decreased tidal volume, increased respiratory rate partially compensates for the reduction in tidal volume, although not enough to prevent a rise in PaCO2. Impairing the response to carbon dioxide. The slope of the CO2 response curve represents the sensitivity of the entire respiratory apparatus to PaCO2. Decreased response to carbon dioxide um, shifts the CO2 response curve down and to the right. Increased apneic threshold, the PaCO2 at which a patient is stimulated to breathe. Just know that decreased response to carbon dioxide is going to be um, shift to the right, like like nasally volatile anesthetic, okay? Mm-hmm. I have to be able to have a mind map kung unsa to ang drawing sa graph. Nga, ang shift to the right, volatile anesthetic, shift to the left is like normal awake patient. So, assisted ventilation does not significantly offset the rise in PaCO2. The apneic threshold is usually 3 to 5 mmHg below the PaCO2 maintained during spontaneous ventilation. If ventilation is assisted to below the apneic threshold, the patient simply will not breathe. If the PaCO2 has risen to 55 mmHg and you assist the patient, you will only be able to reduce the PaCO2 to 50 to 52 before they stop breathing. To reduce the PaCO2 further would require controlled ventilation. A right shift implies that for a given PaCO2, the minute ventilation would be less than predicted. This creates a respiratory acidosis. A left shift implies that for a given PaCO2, the minute ventilation would be more than predicted. This creates a respiratory alkalosis. These acid-base disturbances are effects and not cause of the shifted curves. Causes of right shift or depressed ventilation are, of course, general anesthetic. Opioids, denervation of peripheral chemoreceptors, and metabolic alkalosis. So put in mind that metabolic alkalosis um, depresses the ventilation, okay? And you have to figure out why. Because um, if, respir- if the patient has respiratory acidosis, if the patient has respiratory acidosis, meaning like hypoventilation, to compensate, you have metabolic um, yeah, alkalosis. So metabolic alkalosis depresses ventilation. That's just how I understand it, okay? So causes of left shift or stimulates ventilation are anxiety, surgical stimulation, metabolic acidosis, increased ICP, salicylate, aminophilin, doxapram. So impairment of motor neuron output and muscle tone to upper airway and respiratory muscles. Impairment of airway dilator muscles such as the genioglossus muscles and the tensor palatine leads to upper airway obstruction. Impairment of pulmonary muscles decreases FRC and the effectiveness of ventilation. Airway resistance. The halogenated agents are bronchodilators. However, in the absence of increased airway resistance, this effect is minimal.